the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Last week was the first Sunday of Advent, and Deacon Ken did a wonderful job setting the foundation and the stage for our journey as the Lord calls us through Advent. And he mentioned to you last week that the word Advent is a very simple word that simply means the coming of someone. The coming of someone. Advent is a time of preparation where we are preparing for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we think, and rightly so, before us, right before us is Christmas, the advent of Christ in the flesh. And so we certainly set our face towards that. But for all of us in the church as Christians, we are really using this season with all of its grace-filled spiritual disciplines to prepare for His second advent. His second coming. The second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. When all of the souls of man, dead and living, will go before the throne of our Lord Jesus Christ. As He says, He will separate them, one side the sheep, one side the goats. We are preparing for that final day in this mortal life. This is why you had the collect prayer of last week that became the second collect prayer of this week so that it stays before us where we prayed, Almighty God, Give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now, in the time of this mortal life, in which thy son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to life immortal. And the words of St. Paul last week echoed this from Romans. After giving the summary of the law, St. Paul says, and do this, fulfill the law, in other words, by the grace of God, and do this knowing the time. That now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent and the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. We are given advent quite frankly, to get our lives back in gear to live as we ought every blessed day of our lives, not knowing the moment, not knowing the day of our Lord's return, not knowing the moment of our soul leaving this body and being before Him. We press on with the loving grace of God to allow His salvation to take place as we cooperate with Him in our lives in this way. And today... We're giving another blessed, grace-filled weapon with the focus of this Mass. Listen to the collect prayer we prayed today. Blessed Lord, who has caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, Jesus Christ, we may embrace and never hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. And St. Paul once again echoes these words in our Mass from Romans in chapter 15, when he says, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, 
that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This prayer, this Mass, this Holy Scripture from St. Paul, it is gifting us with the teachings, the endless teachings of the Holy Fathers of our church, the early church fathers, who are in such harmony about the importance of the experience of Christ found in the reading and the hearing and the learning and the becoming from the Holy Scriptures as we take them into our lives. There's one early church father that sums it up the best, and it was St. Jerome, who was responsible for much biblical translation in his time. And St. Jerome, who lived in the late 300s, the late 4th century, he coined this phrase that is so perfect and we need to take into our lives, that ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. And you've heard that quoted here before. But if you'll allow me, let me give you the teaching that led up to that statement from St. Jerome. I want you to hear his heart. For this is to be the heart of us all in our faith. St. Jerome said about himself, he said, I strive to follow the command of Christ to search the scriptures and seek and find him. Christ will not say to me what he said to the Jews. You erred not knowing the scriptures and not knowing the power of God. For if, as St. Paul says, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, and if man who does not know Scripture does not know the power and wisdom of God, then ignorance of Scripture is the ignorance of Christ. To know God is to know His power, His divine power unto salvation. And one of the greatest gifts we have to know Him is the gift of Holy Scripture and our ability to be in it, to hear His voice, to learn from Him, to take it into our lives. It must be a part of our fellowship with Him. We read the Holy Scriptures as our prayer said today. Listen to these words. We read the Holy Scripture that we may hear Christ. That we may mark what we hear from Him into our lives. Mark these truths for our lives. And I love this phrase. And that we may inwardly digest them. That's my favorite, personally. That we might inwardly digest Christ through the Holy Scriptures. So would you think about what that means? And you'll see maybe why it's my favorite. Because he's using a physical term for us, digestion. What happens when we eat food? The food goes into our body and then our body naturally breaks down what we have eaten. And based on what you eat, it may have to break it down even more. And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we take it into our body and our body breaks down the food that we have eaten. And what does it do? It takes all the blessed nutrients. And what happens with those nutrients that it extracts from what we've eaten? They become part of our very body. They become part of our very being, which gives us sustained life and growth in health. Do you get that? And the church, in the wisdom of Christ by the Holy Spirit, tells us 
that the reading of Holy Scripture is like this digestive process. That as we fellowship with Christ and we hear Him and we receive His teachings through the Holy Scriptures, they go into us and they become part of us eternally. I tell you this right now, that one of the most critical parts of theosis, becoming like Christ, being made whole again, which is our salvation, one of the most critical parts of the path to theosis by grace is fellowship with God in Holy Scripture. And where is it that the church teaches us is the most natural place for this reading of Holy Scripture, fellowship with Christ, hearing from Him, digesting it into ourselves? Where is the most natural place that it takes place? The reading of Holy Scripture is to take place in the context of prayer. The reading of Holy Scripture is to take place in the context of prayer. Look at our services. We hear Christ in the reading of Holy Scripture in Vespers, the context of prayer. We hear Him in the reading of Holy Scripture in Matins in the context of prayer. In the Divine Liturgy, you hear the reading of Holy Scripture and the preaching from Holy Scripture in the midst and the context of prayer. And then what about our daily lives? Ever notice that the daily readings that the church gives us every day to walk in throughout each day of our lives is formed in the context of our hours of prayer? That we are to hear and receive from Christ through two scripture passages in the morning during morning prayer and two scripture passages in the evening. And my friends, if you think about fellowship with God in the Scriptures, that Scripture truly is being with Him and learning from Him, then it makes total sense why in His wisdom He would have us read them in the context of prayer, which is ultimate fellowship with God. Because only in the time of prayer, when we're praying the hours of prayer, or praying the prayers in the service, are we seeing Him so rightly. We step out of our lives for just a moment and we are given the liturgical prayers so that God turns our face to Him to see Him clearly. <clears throat> Does it not make sense that when we are seeing Him clearly, by grace, by the Holy Spirit in the context of prayer, that there we be quiet and we be still and we read the Holy Scripture? Because now that we see Him rightly, we can hear Him correctly. It's in the reading of Holy Scripture, my friends, that we learn to hear the voice of our shepherd. And the voice that we learn to hear is the voice that we will follow all of our days. This great shepherd of ours, Jesus himself, who told us in Holy Scripture, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. We listen to Holy Scripture, we hear the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ so that we learn in the moments of the day to recognize the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the direction of the Holy Spirit, the reshifting of our direction in the day by the Holy Spirit, the very voice of Christ into our lives. And I read to you from St. Paul who wrote to Blessed St. Timothy in his second letter to St. Timothy. Listen to what he says to Timothy because he says it to us from childhood Timothy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus all scripture is given by inspiration of God 
and is profitable for doctrine. That means it's prop profitable for the reception of the revelation of God into our lives. That's what theology is. That's what doctrine is. Seeing Christ revealed to us in our lives. He says it's profitable for reproof. And I want you to know this word because we tend to think and associate reproof with a slap on the wrist. It's so much more than that. So much more beautiful than that. Reproof means this. It is to gain the mind of God. Gain the mind of Christ. Knowing all of those things that He would steer us away from in this life that are harmful to our souls. It is wisdom. Reproof is discernment. When we get reproof from Christ, it is Christ showing us very plainly those things in this world that if we pursue, will shake us and rock us and bring us down and destroy our blessed soul that He created. That is reproof. And Holy Scripture, St. Paul is saying, is profitable for you gaining such wisdom as Christ shares His mind with you. And it's profitable for correction. That is that re-steering of direction. If we're heading in a way that's destructive, He, by the grace of God, steers us by His blessed voice. Come follow me this way. And I'll show you the abundant life. Not that. Not that. And then I love how he concludes this part, talking to Timothy about Holy Scripture. So that the man of God, through Holy Scripture, so that the man of God may be complete. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Every day. Every day, my friends. When I pray for us collectively. Every day I break down the names that we have on our prayer list. Monday through Friday and so on. But every day that I pray for us collectively. I want you to know my heart and my prayer. Every day I pray for all of us. And I pray for you. That you will begin to have such a craving and a desire for fellowship with God every blessed day of your life. That you will long for fellowship with Him through prayer. That you will long through fellowship with Him through the reading of Holy Scripture. That you will truly learn from the experience of giving Him time on these things. That He truly becomes your absolute source of life that you cannot ever run away from. And I pray this for us every day. You pray that for me. It must happen. Our salvation, as the church teaches very plainly, our salvation begins and ends with the experience of the living Lord Jesus. And let today on this Advent too kick us all back into appropriate gear for our spiritual lives. That as we pray, we attend to the Holy Scripture in prayer so that we might hear from God for the salvation of our souls and the falling off of the chains that so bind us in our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.